So this will be the final segment. This is the next 17 years. So a new journey would begin in our lives at this moment in time. Kimberly and I would end up getting divorced. I had the divorce agreement written so that we both would have joint custody of the children each week. Every Thursday through Sunday, I would have my boys. This would turn out to be an extremely emotional and difficult time in my life. I dreaded Sunday afternoons for I would have to say goodbye to my boys each week on Sunday's afternoons. And as they would load up and get into their mom's car, I would be standing at the front porch waving goodbye as they would wave goodbye to me. So they drove off, drove off and I could see them no longer. You know, I would turn and I would close the house door and there's nothing but silence. And there's no more laughing going on. There's no more rambunctiousness of the kids being there. There's, there's no more hugging them. It's, it's just totally empty. This roller coaster of emotions would continue for the rest of my boys' grown-up years. I am very thankful, though, for the career that I had as a real estate broker. See, it gave me the ability to be a full-time, all-inclusive father when I had my boys. We would do everything together, and I mean everything. I was there. I was there, father. They were my sons but we were also best friends. My greatest joy in life was absolutely spending basically all of my time with my boys each week. I have so many memories throughout the years. And I'm certainly, I'm not gonna be able to write them all down. From the little things like throwing footballs, playing with remote control cars, to, uh, to whacking each other with uh, lightsabers from Star Wars. I mean, we just did everything together. I hope one day my boys will write down their memories and share what their childhood was like through their own eyes. But for now, here are some of the memories as their father. So I used to love to wrestle on the floor with my boys. Usually it was all three at the same time. I would be on top of the oldest, you know, my big boy, Glenn, trying to contain him, while Jordan and Tal would be hanging on to my leg and my arm. And, and of course, our little Napoleon, a little dog, he would be right there in the mix. If um, we weren't wrestling, we were outside playing all sorts of games. We used to love to go to the playgrounds. One of my favorite things to do was at nighttime, we went to the, the local playground and uh, we would play tag at night. Uh, another fun time was playing this one game we made up. It's, we called it the army game. So there was one of my boys and my, my it was my boy's favorite things to do. Really, we, we just had a great time. So basically what we had is an individual toy army of men, planes, helicopters, tanks, you know, et cetera, all these little figurines that we got at the dollar store. Um, 
and it was a strategy game. So we made up the rules. There were certain objects that could conquer other objects. Tons of fun. Played that all the time. And of course, if I got hungry during the game or any time for that matter, Tal at this time um, of our life, he would love to make me what he called his famous sandwiches. And he had some good ones. And the thing is, you would never know what he was going to make on this sandwich. Sometimes a sandwich would be, he'd put Doritos, ketchup, mustard, jelly, all in a sandwich. And of course, I would have to pretend that I loved them, right? Now these are the greatest sandwiches ever made. Oh man. Um, I would have the pleasure of being Jordan and Tal's baseball coach. It is a special feeling to be called coach by a bunch of little kids. I also helped coach all of my boys during their wrestling career. Whether I was helping coach at the wrestling practices or yelling out what moves to do at the edge of the match, I was there. I mean, totally involved and loved every minute of their wrestling. Of course, having three boys, there was all kinds of sports to be involved with them also. I mean, they did football, baseball, wrestling, soccer, track and field, uh, racing cars. So I'm so glad I was able to experience them and watch them get better and better throughout the years. Another thing, hunting at Murdoch's was, wow, that was just, that was an incredible time. Just as my father had taught me the skills of hunting, I would be able to teach my boys the skills of hunting. It was a 15 minute drive from our house and it was over 200 acres all to ourselves. I mean, hunting and there was a, a lake on it that we'd go fishing. We went for years, we hunted Murdoch's property. It's absolutely fantastic time. I was also able to be involved with my boys during their youth group years. So I was a youth group leader. Third, 13 years, 13 years, and I was, able, I was able to invest not only in my boys, but also dozens of other kids. It's actually at youth group that many of my boys, um, longtime friends and uh, best friendships were developed. For many years, our house on Saturdays was the go-to place to be for as many as 20 kids, um, definitely, I mean, 20 kids at a time. We had, we had all the good stuff guys. It was a full-size arcade game. It was two full-size arcade games. We had all the video game consoles. I think there was three different consoles. We had tons of games. Um, pool table, foosball table, big screen, two big screen TVs. And we had a absolutely fantastic giant uh, kick and jukebox with hundreds of songs. I'm so glad that I uh, was right there in the midst, hanging out with them and all their friends. I mean, we just did everything together. One of our biggest and most fun things to do was rock band. We were singing, jamming on the guitars, rapping them drums. We were rock legends. Our house was the ultimate house for playing what we called the dark game. So basically you had 20 of the kids and um, you'd go out into the house with no lights and the shades were drawn and total dark and this our house was super super dark so the other person one person was in he was considered the murderer and he or she after all the kids went and hid she would come out of the garage and they would have to find you and as they found you 
if they basically they tagged you and they found you, you'd have to then lie on the ground frozen as if you were dead, right? She's a murderer, she, so she killed you. So now the other, you know, you're walking around the house, you don't know where the murderer is, and all of a sudden you bump into one of your friends who's lying on the ground dead, and you're just like, oh, oh no, the murderer is here, she's gonna get me, or he's gonna get me. Um, another thing, like little things, like my boys, they would like to always tell the story of when, um, you know, the kids were at my house, and I'd be like, hey, let's get something to eat. So. I told them, go to McDonald's and go get um, cheeseburgers for everybody. So for them, this was really cool. So um, they go to the McDonald's drive-thru and they order 50 cheeseburgers, you know, for a kid. You know, that's like, you know, oh, I want 50 cheeseburgers. You know, it's, it was just such a fun thing for them to do. Um, so Saturdays were a great time. Um, There's also um, during this uh, time frame that I would find romantic love again. My relationship with Christina just came about naturally. Christina was Cal's Sunday school helper. Basically, her eyes caught mine and mine caught, caught hers and totally natural. And although it was a short relationship, you know, we dated six months, maybe nine months. It really, it did feel good to be in love again. You know, I actually had someone that I, I loved and it was it was it was really great great experience to have that however she was really much younger than i and um, she deserved to start a brand new family and have children of her own you know i felt and i still do to this day that my boys did not need to be put through having to deal with a new mom in their life especially at that time they were still young and they were hurt and they, like, they were dealing with going to two homes and um, they already had a, a stepfather in their life. And I just, you know, I, they didn't need it. And I, I think it was the right decision and I would, I would still do that again to this day. Um, so at, at this point, life is starting to change as I know it. Um, Glenn would decide to move out on his own. You know, it's later now, you know, they're, they're not as young anymore. And, and Glenn's about 18 now, and he's gonna go out on his own. Um, not too long thereafter, he would actually move to Virginia. Jordan would uh, graduate high school and decide to go to college in Chicago. This was not easy uh, for me. You know, my life was invested in these boys, and you know they were my everything. And now, you know, seeing them on a regular basis would. Um, it's not going to be there. You know, Glenn's in another state. Jordan's in another state. That's, oh, that's tough, you know. So, but I did still have Tal, and though we would continue to spend time with each other, um, you know, sometimes I pondered and I, I, I wish I could go back in time and experience the life that I had enjoyed with my boys when they were toddlers. You know, I mean, man, you know, everybody's growing up, everybody's leaving. You know, now I have Tal, and that's great. You know, me and Tal are super close, and but still, it's like, wait, this is going too fast. Let's pull it back, and let me go start over. I want to see little, um, little kids again. You know, little guys to be able to have little Glenn. You know, push that lawnmower with me again. You know, that's those memories. They're great. You know, but 
can I go back and do it? You know, come on, Glenn, push the lawnmower with me and be able to watch little Jordan hold his stuffed animal. And, you know, he loves stuffed animals and he would dance and sing to My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. You have a video of that. He's just singing that song and dancing with his animals. You know, to, to be able to lay in bed and read, you know, Little Town, a bedtime story, right? The Little Town. Not this big town anymore, but the little town. I miss all that. I wanted to bring it back. You know, to be able to hold the little hands of my three boys and walk them through life again. You know, yeah, could it be possible? Of course it can't, but sometimes you just, especially at that time, and even now I think back to that, and I'm like, oh, let's just do it again. Let's just do it all over again. Um, so 2018, uh, Napoleon, well, such a great dog. He was my friend. He was my companion. A dog is a man's best friend. And this would turn out for me to be absolute truth. Napoleon came into our lives in 2005. A little tiny, tiny, less than a pound puppy, you know, really small, through full grown. He got to be an enormous weight of all but four pounds. So he was, he was a little guy. He was such a fun dog to me and my boys. I mean, I used to love holding down the boys to the floor and, you know, hold them down and Napoleon would come up and lick their faces and they would all just get a kick out of that and just laugh and play with Napoleon. His official name was Napoleon Dynamite Davidson, but he would also have two other names that he would go by. One of those names was Crazy. If we wanted to have playtime with Napoleon, we would call out his name, like crazy. And right enough, if you say that, like that tone, he would assume that that's, you know, oh, it's time. So we'd get in that famous dog position, head and front legs crouched low to the floor, his hind legs pointing straight up, his tail wagging back and forth. He knew it was playtime. Run around the house and chase each other. Uh, more commonly though, we would just call him Buddy Boy. Wherever I was throughout the house, Napoleon was sure to be right there with me. He would either be lying at my feet or snuggled next to my leg or on my lap. If I got up to go to the bathroom, he was there. Go to the kitchen, he was there, etc. Except for when Tal was in the house, because he would ditch me and pal around with him. In the uh, in the last years of his of his life, Napoleon ended up developing seizures. Um, so these seizures would come on with no warning and all I could do was hold him and calm him down. I wish on his last day I would have known that this seizure was the final one. Because you, you never knew. I mean, sometimes you kind of see he would be like kind of walking a little dizzy. But anyway, this final time, um, I, you know, I didn't know what was coming on. But I wish I, I wish I knew, you know, I would have hugged him and I would have played with him and I would have said goodbye while he was aware. I didn't get that chance. It was the middle of the afternoon and at my feet, he just started to seize. And this time it was different. It was more severe and he just, he just wasn't coming out of it. I was laying on the floor with him, holding, holding him and petting him and loving him as best as I could, uh, knowing that this would be the end. I called for Jordan and Tal uh, to come over and say goodbye. Glenn lived in Florida 
at this point, but in North Florida. Um, so Tal, Tal was comforting him. Tal was petting Napoleon when he took his last breath. I mean, I went over there and I picked up my little Napoleon, my buddy boy, and I tell you, I was hysterically sobbing. I was just holding his lifeless body. We ended up putting Napoleon and all of his toys in a box and we buried him and said goodbye. And to this day, I still, I'll shed tears. I mean, I, I miss my little, my little friend, my little, my little buddy boy. I miss Napoleon. Um, however, there is good news this year. Glenn uh, would be getting married to Becca and Jordan had the honor of officiating the marriage nuptials. nuptials. Uh, side note, it was funny though, because during the rehearsal, Jordan came out dressed as the Pope. He had the whole Pope hat, everything. It was really very funny. Um, as a father of three boys, I would finally have a daughter. It's so special to me to have a girl in my life. Three boys, they're great, but I never had a girl. So now, now I have a daughter. And 2019, I would find myself moving to Virginia this year. My mom is almost widowed for 20 years at this point, and I felt she needed someone to help take care of her. Mom had taken care of seven children and dedicated her life to us. Uh, she was always a stay-at-home mom and was always there for us children. You know, she'd make full-course dinners for a large family every night. You know, that's not a small task. Could you imagine the amount of laundry that had to be done? Seven, seven kids, you know, that's a lot of laundry. But you know, she enjoyed it. She enjoyed being a, a, a housewife and whether making homemade bread for the family or sending us off to school each morning, she did it well. It would not be easy to leave North Carolina because I'd be leaving my career in real estate. I would also be leaving two of my sons, Jordan and Tal. You know, how long would I be in Virginia was open-ended. It has proven um, that, you know, mom definitely needs someone close to her though, because she, uh, she was diagnosed with uh, dementia and Alzheimer's disease. It's not an easy task witnessing the woman who took care of me and raised me to be slowly forgetting all of her memories. Um, maybe witnessing this disease take effect on her has prompted me to put my memories and my life experiences to paper. You know, I can only hope that I never experience these diseases of the brain, or I never want to forget the happenings in my life. Uh, so it's a girl, and Marie is born, and I am now a pop-pop. What joy, another generation is born, and now I have a little girl in my life. I love her, and I look forward to being part of the memories in her life. So there it is, that's um, 53 years of my life, life's moments. Um, you know, I, I'm sure, I, obviously there's, there's more and, you know, you always remember more as time goes by, you, you remember another one, you remember another one, but it's important to put it down on paper. And I'm glad that everybody that listened to this, hopefully you got to enjoy it and maybe find something out 
about me that you didn't know. Um, to my kids, I love you guys. And uh, keep being good guys. Keep being good men. You know? Back then, Emery, love you guys. Love you all. And I just like to end it by saying that um, as I stated in the beginning of my memoir, I am glad I was able to love and be loved, to be able to give and to be given to, to be able to laugh and to be laughed at, to be able to smile and to be able to frown, to have had tears of joy and to have had tears of sorrow. I am glad to have experienced life. And I'll leave you now with these words. Be kind and remember life is precious and it is a gift. Yes.